everyone, this is Larry Contrary. What's today? It's August 22nd. It's 1.15 p.m. Central European time. I'm sitting here today thinking about ADHD. I want to get into this uh, series and hopefully, maybe I can knock out a, a few episodes today. Um, I did get down to the park the other day and I set up my camera. I set up uh, everything so I could uh, record a little session. It was nice and quiet. There was no one around and uh, except for a dozen or so ducks and I was sitting at uh, it, it was a lake right behind the zoo and you can you can hear the Germans talking about the zoo occasionally uh, over the intercom and there was a camel right there it was a really like cool experience um, then a guy came up and he sat <laughs> a few benches down and I was just like all right cool I'm I'm still gonna do this an, an older gentleman walked up um, I couldn't, man, how old was he? I can't, I, I don't even know. He, he seemed quite a bit older though. Um, he, he came up, asked me if it was on. I, I think, I, I'm assuming that's what he said in German. And I was just like, uh, uh, nein, alles good. And uh, in my little bit of German that I, I actually know, I wanted to learn more German uh, and, and maybe I will, but I haven't really gotten out and uh, hung out with as many Germans as I expected I would. Not that, I, I don't know, I'm not looking to go make a bunch of German friends, but uh, getting out and, and going, uh, seeing places, not that I don't want to make German friends. Wow, I'm going on a weird rabbit trail. Uh, hey, what's going on guys? Uh, today we're talking about ADHD. I want to get into some of the more nitty gritty on what got me here with ADHD. Um, this is going to be an interesting episode because I'm talking about diagnosis uh, for me. Um, who am I talking to today? <laughs> I want to I do this. I, I want to talk about um, my audience a little bit because I want to clarify uh, who's going to benefit from these things, who's going to hear it, and, and uh, who, who can do a little bit more with this. Of course, anybody's welcome to listen to this, but uh, who is this really for? It's for the, the parents, for the people who... Um, who don't know what to expect uh, with an ADHD diagnosis or with any, any diagnosis in general. Um, if you consider that there might be a, uh, a disorder there, um, something might be off and you wanna get your children checked out. Uh, this is my experience, uh, again, and I'll say this again and again, I'm not a professional. These are just my experiences and hopefully they can help you to find resolve in your own way. So without further ado, I, I've been struggling with ADHD all of my life. It has been a, uh, a mess. I didn't do so hot in school. Um, I blame uh, ADHD among several other things. Um, I, I had a hard time coping in school with, um, with ADHD treatment. And uh, I'm not gonna blame ADHD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame the, the fact that I didn't, I did not, take medication properly. I did not uh, have a sound routine um, and, and several other factors. So school was pretty difficult for me, but uh, yeah, I, I was, shoot, I, I remember in second grade starting to get uh, asked um, to go see counselors and go talk to people. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it's not that I was a super hyper kid, the, the kid running around with um, 
you know, underwear on his head or whatever. I don't know if that's, do, do any kids do that? I'm not sure. Not saying ADHD kids are running around with underwear on their heads, right? Uh, this is back and from my last episode, we we talked about the difference between ADD and ADHD. Uh, this is back when we were still calling it ADD. And um, there were my uh, diagnosis was con- confirmed ADD. So uh, after, I, I, I don't recall every last detail from my early childhood. I do remember um, seeing counselors. I remember eventually being placed in an uh, alternate class uh, in um, extra special education. I think they called it ESE. Uh, and they kept telling me like, hey, look, you're not different. You just need a few more accommodations, right? It was about accommodations, uh, about learning. And that's so true. I, I definitely understand it now. Uh, in retrospect, it's like, oh, you have those weird kids over there that are in the in the special class, <laughs> right? Uh, it wasn't like that. It was, um, uh, it, it wasn't bad. Uh, a bunch of kids just trying to trying to get along and learning in their own way. Uh, kids who get distracted easily, like myself. Um, anyway, it was uh, interesting times and what happened. I, I remember going to a therapist and uh, it was it a therapist. I, I can't really, um, I don't know. I guess I can't really label these, these professionals. I went to a, uh, a professional behavior of some sort. Um, and she had me sit down at a table and, and play with toys and she was doing like conducting some sort of observation just as, uh, I don't know, um, I guess to see how long I was going to play with those toys because um, as I understand it, a, a part of it was, you know, um, was getting bored of things, right? Uh, what else? So I also went to uh, do hearing tests, right? Because... They're like, hey, uh, can this kid hear? <laughs> does does he hear what we're saying right now? Um, so I, I remember uh, almost clear as day, just like sitting in this booth, very first hearing test, and like I, there was a window so I could see my parents on the other side. And I'm just like, what the heck is this? And the the dude in the microphone is like yelling at me because I'm pressing the button at the wrong time, whatever. Uh, I still have so much trouble with that uh, with, with hearing booths. They're awful. Now I do, I am a little bit more hard of hearing. Um, thank you, Army. No, <laughs> I've been around a, a lot of loud loud booms and bangs and pops and whatnots, but that's all right. Uh, they do give us hearing protection, so don't go blaming your uh, 3M manufacturer. <laughs> I don't know. What else? That's that's a weird joke from, from Facebook if you're not uh, attuned to that. So uh, anyway, Made it through, uh, that was early childhood, went through some um, diagnosis. They, they confirmed, uh, hey, you have ADD, we're gonna put you in these classes, we're gonna um, get you the help you need, we're gonna give you medication. I went through every medication I can imagine and um, went to the doc, said, hey, it wasn't working. I remember a few times where I had taken medication, it made me feel in a way that I didn't wanna take it and I was just like, nah, man, this is, uh, this is terrible. Like. I felt like it made me sleepy or it made me grumpy. Uh, it wasn't great. I didn't enjoy taking it, and I never took it long enough to to have my body regulate to that. So, so that was an issue in and of itself. Um, 
So if you're a parent with, with children who have been diagnosed and, and you have, they have medication that they're going to be taking, um, make sure that they're taking it for a couple weeks, for a few weeks. Um, and uh, in, in my line of work, they like to have you on uh, medication for 90 days for your body to totally normalize. So, um, of course, children are smaller. Uh, and if a medication clearly isn't working out, have them change the medication. See, see about getting it, uh, get it right. I don't know if uh, if that's the route you're gonna take. You know, medication isn't for everyone. Maybe um, that's not your uh, policy. If you you want to try different things, there there are different methods and different techniques. I, I made it out okay. I ended up uh, you know going to college and getting through some things, and I, I think I did okay ultimately in, in the long run. It just took me a little more time. Uh, it was a little bit more of a heartache but no no worries there uh, what's next I went to middle school I was you know class clown had fun in school it was just a good time and good time for me went to high school same thing and high school is a little bit different my mom uh, was like I don't think he really has what you're saying he has I don't think he needs to be in these special classes um, and the problem there was that when I was in normal classes, I was doing just as well as I would have in the other classes. Um, it, it was different. So it wasn't the, that the course material was a challenge. It was that I got bored and I was I was distracting to the other kids. And in re retrospect, I, I understand that about myself now. And it, it was uh, that that was difficult for me to comprehend when I was. Uh, I was younger, much more, you know, uh, not mature, and um, not not boasting that I'm mature now. I mean, who knows? Um, anyway, make it through everything. Uh, make it make it through school. You know, I will make it out of school. Finally, get my high school diploma, and I uh, head out to the great wide world. Um, kind of struggling with sticking to a job that I enjoy. Uh, I couldn't find a job that had a lot of decent structure. Um, I, I worked at a pharmacy for a while. I was a delivery driver, and they let me come and work at the um, at the counter for a long time um, as like a cashier. And that was a really cool, really rewarding job. That was probably my favorite early. Well, one of my favorite. I guess I had a couple of cool jobs. Installed fire sprinklers, sold motorcycles. Did terrible at that, uh, and just because I didn't, I didn't want to like influence people to spend their money on something they didn't need. <laughs> I had a hard time with that. So uh, anyway, that's that's my internal belief. So I was having a hard time with that. Uh, motorcycles are awesome. I, I think I think the people who ride them tend to be a little goofy, but hey, whatever. I think we're all a little goofy. Uh, what else? So, finally, fast forward, get get into the military, and I'm chugging along, and have this have this understanding because I, I came in the military in 2008. Uh, I'm in the army. I was a uh, a tanker. That's a M1 Abrams um, operator, right? So I drove it. I loaded it. I I gunned it a little bit, but not a whole lot. I, I gunned on trucks a little more. Um, I never gunned in a, in a gunnery. I, I shot a few rounds downrange, but not a whole lot. I was just uh, um, a private and a specialist, and then I ended up changing my job later. 
but that's uh, not important. I'm in the army and I have this this, this misconception that uh, behavioral health is um, is a dirty place. That's you, you go there to get out of the military. You go there when you can't handle life and, uh, and or not that you can't handle life, sometimes you can't. Uh, when you can't handle your job, when you don't, like you want an out. That's what the, that's what behavioral health was for. Boy was I wrong, that was a terrible philosophy. Um, we get this ingrained in us because when we are in basic training, uh, it's, it's pounding in your head like, hey, if you wanna get the fuck out of here, uh, basic training that is, go to fucking, what, we were in uh, Fort Knox. They had a place, I, I, I can't even recall what, what that um, behavioral health center was called. I, I wanna say it was Leaky Trail or some weird ominous name. But they said, hey, go on down to the Leaky Trail, whatever the, the name was. Go on down there and uh, get on out of the military, you know, or go AWOL. And, and they, they reinforce these ideas of, um, of escape mechanisms from basic training or from this contract that you signed to get in and uh, into this, this commitment, right? So... Started from day one in, in the military. Like, hey, you guys, you want to get out, you do this. So that wasn't a good start. Um, fast forward a little bit, we start getting these suicide briefs. I uh, lost a good friend of mine, um, Johnny, back in, uh, it was 2010. And uh, really unfortunate, I, I went down to Florida for uh, emergency leave came back and uh, actually I got a text while he was gone and he left our unit a little while ago or a little while before and he ended up um, going over to this cab scout unit and I remember just the last time I saw him was in the DFAC and he just looked miserable he looked like he was uh, he was depressed he looked lonely um, and he was about to deploy. And this is back when deployments were real and shit was going on. And you know, that's scary for a younger guy. So, and I'm gonna get far more into this when we get into uh, PTSD um, because that is, is huge for me right now. It's, um, and and I really just to give you a little insight on the direction that I'm heading with this is, uh, is veteran suicide. I, don't, I wanna take that into uh, the biggest um, issue that I tackle with any any good that I do with this podcast uh, beyond helping listeners get the right help I, I want to get I, w- I want to tackle veteran suicide <clears throat> my voice is a little off today I don't know if it sounds cracky to you guys it sounds a little cracky to me whatever uh, I've, I've been going through a couple illnesses I remember last uh, episode I, I sound my voice sounded a little bit deeper I think but uh I was going through a cold, and I don't know, maybe it's just the time of day or the weather. It's raining today. Uh, it's nice out, actually. It's it's a little dreary. I, I love the rain. I love the snow. I love overcast. I love sunny skies. I don't know. It's just, uh, it just depends on how I'm feeling, I guess. So back to ADHD, right? I'm in the military, and behavioral health, what they call it. I don't love that they call it behavioral health, because... Um, behavior you know maybe it's because I grew up going 
to to the principal's office a lot, and behavior was was the thing that I was not so hot at. So behavioral health, right? I <laughs> was uh, wasn't so sure about that. Um, I started hearing. Here's another thing. I went through a um, I went through a qualification course to get into my current job, and during that, uh, some of the cadre had spoken about someone who had had to be dismissed from the program because they had ADHD. They were on Adderall, and they said, "Hey, you can't be on that." And they straight up kicked him out of the, out of the program. And now, in retrospect, I, I don't think that they could could have done that. But um, I, I don't know. It's it's whatever. Uh, hopefully, they executed the proper uh, systems and went through the medical section and the medical staff deemed that they would not be able to um, go through that program. But I, I, I'm sad for those individuals who, who experienced that because, uh, I don't know, hopefully there's, there's more extenuating circumstances because I know plenty of people, I, I know uh, a couple off the top of my head who are uh, currently in, in my career field with uh, ADHD. So guess going through going through diagnosis um, continuing on I started to hear about people who had uh, had been diagnosed with ADHD in in my career field and I'm like okay so and they were able to get treatment this is after they qualified from the course and they're in doing their job and now it's really up to the um, who is it you're deploying force, whether they want to accept someone who's on a uh, behavioral health medication or not. So I tried it out. I went and spoke to behavioral health. I said, hey guys, uh, when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with ADHD. I think I still have it. I have trouble with concentration, um, with staying on task in my job. Um, and reading emails, man, <laughs> kills me. So, uh, they got me over to um, the, the main section to get tested and went through, shoot, a few hours of testing. I want to, I, I always say it's like four or six hours of testing, but it, it was probably more like two or three. It felt like I was there all day. It really was like the majority of the day. I went through several rounds of testing. I don't want to get into the parameters of the test because I feel like if someone, um, it struggles with these symptoms, uh, then they should just go get tested. And this was several years ago anyway, so it doesn't matter. Probably it's, it's possible it's changed. So I uh, went through several rounds of testing and then I, I heard crickets. I, I didn't hear anything back from behavioral health. Uh, I called them a couple times. I was like, what's going on with this? And it turned out there was some back and forth about my scores. I was pulled into behavioral health and uh, I actually sat down with the, the director and she says, hey, um, so we, we want to get you retested. Uh, we saw your scores and they're higher. Uh, she honestly said to me, I, I've never seen an adult with uh, the ratings that you achieved, which was a 98 percentile. And percentile, they, I guess they base these diagnoses off of percentile. Um, the uh, 
probability of the disorder. They can't say like 100% you are this thing. Um, they can say that you are uh, within this, this spectrum of this thing. And I think that helps qualify like what, uh, what kind of treatment you receive, whether it's just some sort of, um, yeah, what do they call it? Some sort of therapy or some sort of life coach or if it's uh, straight up medication. Because medication is is a big deal in the military. It's um, it, it it means you can or can't do a lot of things. So, uh, what was next? She says, "Hey, I need you to go back and do the same testing." I'm like, "Oh God, that's great." And she's like, "This time it's going to be a little bit more." So, uh, I spent I spent all day at the testing facility and it's going back like doing all these different uh, aptitude tests and and whatnot, it, it was um, extensive to say the least. And so she brings me back in the office the next week and she says, oh, so you scored higher. It was, I scored 99% this time. Uh, I guess 100% is achievable, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't say without uh, any certainty here um, that you're, you're gonna be, you're totally this thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that is uh, entirely, but I, I get it. Anyway. Uh, so, so here I am, they're like, all right, we're, we're going to send you a, um, back to your primary care manager and authorize them to issue you medication. Um, with that, I had to go to my command and, um, let them understand where I was at because again, uh, you have to be on a, on the same medication for 90 days. If it's a controlled substance or, um, that sort of thing, you have to be on it for a certain amount of time before you can be authorized to deploy to a uh, to another country or deploy TY. Um, I think deploy like in, in a in a combat situation or, or with a firearm. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, so and that's more for the sake of anybody in the military who is looking for uh, treatment of ADHD. That's uh, that's what you can expect. That's what I went through. Um, hopefully not the same level of detail for. The, uh, or intensity for the diagnosis uh, testing, um, but hopefully just enough to get you um, the right help you need. That's all that really matters. So, uh, if you, oh boy, yeah. So I, since since the diagnosis, I, I haven't had any issues going to a primary care and saying, hey, I need medication, and and getting what I need, and saying, hey, this is what I've tried, and this is what worked. Um, I'm gonna go into medication in another conversation because that is a, uh, a serious topic, something that I had a lot of struggles with until recently. I've, I've been more, um, I've got, I, I think I'm finally on a dose that really works um, in type of medication. So, um, hate to be so vague. I, I hate to leave out some of those testing styles because uh, it, it, it is difficult to go into something with some level of uncertainty. Um, but I'll leave you with uh, this, this final thought is that I get a lot of people asking me, hey, so how did you know that you had ADHD? Well, I was fortunate to be told that I had it when I was young and I, I kind of understood some of the symptoms as I got older. Um, but people ask, hey, so like I, I have troubles, I have these kind of troubles. And um, for me, what that looks like, and here's, um, 
When we talk about that, that percentile, right, I, I think this is where we, we look at the range of, of what you can expect. And um, if you want to go back and, and look at some of the symptoms that I read in the, um, in the original episode, or in the last episode, I guess, uh, you can do that. But if um, you under- understand more of the conversation that I have with people of, of what it's like for me that really got me to go and pursue uh, treatment, um, it was about uh, how my how my brain functions on on a normal day to day with normal tasks. Now I can get through. I have the discipline to get through uh, what I need to do. Um, I, I've been doing this long enough to to understand priorities, and now I have a lot more at stake. I have uh, a wife and two girls who are amazing and very supportive and I, uh, I have them to think about when I'm uh, going to work and when I'm pursuing uh, my aspirations to make sure that I'm doing the best for me so I can, can provide for them. Um, and I say provide for them as in mostly my girls. My wife has a, has a job and she's very independent and she's very self-sufficient. So huge shout out to her. But did I just say shout out? whatever that's the that's the 90s in me so when I'm uh when I get somebody asking me about hey like how did you know it it was um that question always chokes me up because it's like god what what wasn't it it was just you know man there's so many so many things so many quirks that I realize um that I'm like I'm just a little I'm a little different I, I feel a little different when I'm when I'm in a room of people and I say something goofy and it just totally doesn't make sense. It's just something that was on the top of my head and I thought it would resonate with everybody else, but absolutely doesn't. They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about this for?" It's so random, uh, and <laughs> that's that was the first indicator. Um, but really, for work to get to get treatment, it was it was more about um, staying staying focused, reading through things. Um, studying uh, authorities, right? That's a uh, big um, piece of my work is to make sure that we have uh, proper, uh, or we're regarding the proper authorities to um, staff, uh, you know, our, our objectives and all that. Um, don't want to get too in the too in the military weeds with uh, for the folks who aren't in the military, you know. So. Uh, yeah, that was um, that was a big deal. And what else am I gonna say, everyone? Uh, emails? Yeah, I, I suck at emails. Let me look at my emails right now to tell you how many emails I have. Um, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't wanna shame myself. Yeah, I will. It's on my phone. Hold up. Let me pull this up. 978. My uh, little bullet on Gmail is sitting at 978. It's not my fault. I get, I get bogged down with all these emails from so many random people and I'm just like, ugh, let it stop. And I have a hard time just, just keeping track of it, just keeping up with it um, because it's not something that I remember to do. I don't have a routine structure to, to you know, get up and clear out my inbox every day. Um, and when I do that, just, I, I get bored of it. It's, it's something difficult. Uh, I can pride myself on not having missed 
too many important emails. Uh, although I'm sure there's some of my colleagues might disagree. Uh, anyway, that's all for today. Well, for right now, I'm hoping I get in another couple of these things. And, uh, but that's, that's it for my diagnosis. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Uh, I, I really haven't put together an email. <laughs> you know why. Um, but I do have Instagram. It's probably the best way to reach out to me. Uh, I've been getting a barrage of just random people who, um, well, not random. I guess they're not random. They're people who, like, try to capitalize on uh, boosting people's Instagram type things. Uh, but I'm pretty sure a lot of them are from different countries and... Um, there's a lot of like I don't know uh, errors in their writing and just weird websites on their pages and anyway I <laughs> that's just totally unnecessary you, you don't need to know anything about that um, but it, yeah hit me up on on Instagram for sure uh, I am sadly on uh, probation with Facebook so I, I can't get back on Facebook for another 20 days I said some cuss words and I am ashamed of myself, but I wasn't like bashing anyone. <laughs> I was just being, I was being polite. I just had cuss words involved. And so now I'm not, um, I'm not playing Facebook for the, the time being. Once I'm capable of it, I'm going to start a new page. It's going to be Larry Goes Mental and we'll be able to, you'll be able to find me on there as well. So check out the new website and um, check me out. I'll see you later. Uh, it's, it's been so much fun talking to everyone.